I'm convinced the world has gone completely insane. Off the rails, on the crazy train, nuts. You know, when I started this podcast, my intent was first to get back behind the microphone again. But it was to swap stories and talk about current events, pop culture, music, radio, whatever the hot topics of the week were. And it does take preparation to get into this. You know, I like to read a lot. I like to put my thoughts together and how I'm going to present things to you. So it does take a little bit of time. And we're only a handful of podcasts into this thing. But I got to say, I'm a little disappointed. Little disappointed. Because what do I get for all of these efforts? Women from all over the world sending me naked pictures wanting money. (laughs) I am not an animal. I am a human being. Keep sending them. This is the Radio Espionage Underground Podcast from rain-soaked Los Angeles. Will this be the week we fall off into the ocean? Maybe. I'm Mark Elliott, unedited and unfiltered, because those are the ABCs of me. Now, I try to work in a famous line from a classic movie every podcast. Your role is to identify it, so it gives you a little bit of incentive to listen. Would there be a prize involved, you ask? No. Not right now, anyway. Maybe down the road. But it's just a little fun, little incentive, little improvisational thing that I was double-dog dared to do with every podcast. So I like a good challenge. So we're going to see if I can work in a line from a classic movie. And I've done them in previous podcasts if you want to play along and go listen to those. All right, let's get into today's espionage. This is what's on tap. Uh, What are the landmines associated with owned media? You know, that's your website, uh, blog, video channel, podcast, social media platforms, all of that. What are are the landmines? I'll fill you in on some of the things that I deal with. Uh, I heard an interesting political conspiracy theory involving Donald Trump when I was in line at Starbucks. You know, I eavesdrop on people's conversations. This was very interesting. I'll share it with you. Uh, Now that the NFL season is over, do you care about Travis? and Taylor and their relationship. A new poll out this morning says, hmm, 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 might surprise you, I'll fill you in. Grunge is alive and well, a big announcement coming from one of the biggest grunge bands of all time. And the NBA All-Star Weekend left me wondering, why do I bother watching these guys and paying the price of admission? We'll get into all of that today here on the Radio Espionage Underground podcast, which is actually 20 feet above ground. I don't know why I called it underground. It should be radio espionage, above ground, but I digress. I like to start the podcast out by doing shout-outs to people I've worked with in my past as a way to say thank you for helping me live my dream of uh, radio broadcasting. Uh, shout-outs this morning to uh, Charlie Bacon, Cherry Fox, Buck Buchanan, and Jim Judge. All of those folks helped me while I was interning. It was a very long internship for about two years. I just wouldn't leave the radio station. But every time somebody would quit, somebody new would show up, so I act like I was just starting. (laughs) So for two years, I got a lot of extra credit in journalism class, thanks to those folks. Uh, Emails from last week's podcast. Tom Pollard from Anchorage, Alaska, who last worked at Cat Country in Stockton, California, said, Mark, if I can get you an interview with Vladimir Putin, would you be interested? Uh, I think Tom is referencing at the end of last podcast, I said my guest today would not be Vladimir Putin. Uh, So yeah, Tom, if you can get me a hotline into the Kremlin, I'll interview uh, Vladimir Putin. We'll just throw a big Putin nanny here on the podcast. Uh, Kim Snodgrass from Tempe, Arizona said, Mark, I liked your idea about limiting access to ammo 
to curb gun violence. I hadn't considered that before. You know, Kim, I'm just spitballing here. Greater minds are going to have to take that topic and run with it. It just seems to me that if you can't get bullets, pretty hard to fire a gun. But, um, you know, thank you for the compliment. I appreciate that. Uh, Dan Long from Bangor, Maine, formerly of WRVA in Richmond. I can't tell you how many emails I get from people that say, I used to work here, I used to work here, I used to work here. Uh, but Dan wants to know, Mark, what do you have against hunting? Last podcast, I just mentioned that I wasn't a hunter and that I tend to like animals. You know, it's nothing against hunting. You know, first of all, Dan, I believe in personal freedom. As long as it's legal and you enjoy hunting, go do it. Uh, I don't have the patience for hunting or fishing. I am somebody who wanted instant gratification before instant gratification became a thing. So, uh, again, hunt if you wish. If that's something that is uh, your tempo and you like to do it, it's just not for me. That's all on that. Um, let's get into the uh, topics today, the espionage, as I like to call it. Uh, what are the landmines associated with owned media? Now, like I said, owned media falls in the categories if you have a website, a blog, a video channel, a podcast, and all your social media platforms. The big four are Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and X. Uh, the biggest pitfall with doing all of this, first of all, the positive is it doesn't take you a lot of money to get started with all of this stuff. Um, the, the challenges are growing uh, an audience uh, from the ground up. You know, folks who have a TV show or a radio show, they have accelerated uh, word of mouth with those platforms that helps them grow an audience faster. If you're starting from the ground up, not only are you building a social media audience to market to, you're also building an audience of people who uh, will find you in the middle of multiple people doing this stuff. There are over 3 million podcasts. I'm 3 million in one. That's how new it is. Uh, but I have been successful at growing audiences in the past for radio stations. So I'm kind of applying all of those principles to uh, the podcast. I have a blog. I have a video channel, Radio Espionage TV where I just have basically clicked all kinds of cool rock videos. You can check that out if you want to. You can connect through that to markelliotmedia.com. That's how you can reach it. Um, have the blog that's all pertaining to radio programming because that's what I do as my main gig is consulting radio stations. Um, I also have a newsletter that I send out on a monthly basis. So I've taken advantage of all the tools that are out there. It's very inexpensive to do all of these things. The pitfall is, is you are at the mercy of the changes that these platforms make. Uh, you could put all of your efforts into building an own media empire. And one of these companies either decides to go out of business. Uh, if iHeartMedia decides to stop podcasting, Spotify, Apple, all those nine platforms we're on right now, if they decide to stop, all the audience I built with a podcast, gone. This is why I have MarkElliottMedia.com. The podcast will always be there. Uh, so if anybody goes out of, the, out of business, I'm always guaranteed to say, hey, at least I can funnel you back to my website. And I need those numbers also for marketing and, and advertising to monetize things as well. But that's the pitfall, is that you are always at the mercy. Like you build a Facebook audience, and they change an algorithm. Now you got to relearn the algorithm, try to figure it out, because they don't tell you, hey, we're changing the algorithm. <clears throat> you have to kind of run with it and figure it out on your own. And I can't tell you how many times we've built a Facebook audience only to have them change the algorithm. 
and have to refigure out, okay, how do we get the audience to participate with this? Because that's what social media is about, participation. Uh, so if you can build those platforms, that's great. But if they change the way they do business, you're at the mercy of all of this stuff. So that, to me, is the biggest pitfall and the landmine you have to be worried about when it comes to owned media. Now, I heard an interesting political conspiracy theory, and I love these. <laughs> I love dissecting these things. Uh, but it involved Donald Trump. And it was, uh, and, and again, I'm standing in line at Starbucks waiting to get a sugar-free vanilla soy latte. Uh, cinnamon dolce uh, also is very good. But anyway, that's, I'm getting off track. Uh, but the political theory was this, that in 2016, the theory is that Donald Trump was working for the deep state because he went in and not only beat the Republican candidates, he ended their political careers. Marco Rubio, Jeb Bush, uh, Ted Cruz, all of them. Not only did they, they'll never run for president again because Trump destroyed them. And that's what they wanted. Trump was helping them to destroy the Republican Party and all their candidates coming up because they felt, you know, if Trump can do this, it'll be him against Hillary Clinton. And there's no way Donald Trump's going to beat Hillary Clinton. We win the deep state, right? Then Donald Trump wins the election by a landslide. And it freaks the deep state out because now what are we going to do? Because what happened when Trump won the election, he turned on the deep state. And that's why from 2016 to 2020, we saw all the Russian collusion, all the impeachment trials, all of these things. And it continues today with all the things that are going on. The lawsuit verdict last week for $355 million plus another million, uh, $100 million in interest. You know, I got to ask the question, if you're doing business in New York, why wouldn't you tippy-toe out of that state and just disappear? And why would you ever start a business in New York City? I think once a legal precedence is set, that sets everybody up, opens a window, opens a door, even though they may not use it, that door is now open. So why would you even consider doing business in New York after that verdict last week? So the pundits who have said that, I, I agree with them 100%. And that's uh, somewhat of an opinion, but no, that's really... Uh, my answer to their question. So I'm questioning you. Would you do business in New York if uh, this verdict sticks? I know it's going to go to the Court of Appeals. So we'll see what happens on that one. Now that the NFL season is over, do you care about Travis and Taylor? Do you care? A poll asks, I'm very interested, somewhat interested, not interested at all. 84% of people said they are interested in what happens with this relationship. That's almost nine out of 10 people. Now, if you listen and read social media, it, it comes off like people are sick of it. They're tired of Taylor and Travis. They're, no, they're not. You know, again, you have this minority voice, this small voice that's louder than everybody else's. But when you ask the question, are you interested, somewhat interested, or not interested? 84% said interested. They want to know where this relationship goes. And even if you say you're not interested, and that's how you comment on social media, I don't give a rat's ass about this relationship, you know you do. You know you do. You want to see the outcome. 
Is it going, is it going to survive? Is it going to crash and burn? And if it crashes and burns, the people who are so against this relationship, yeah, we won. So here's what happened between the end of the Super Bowl last week. First of all, uh, again, we had to deal with the Kansas City shooting, and you're not hearing a whole lot from government now about gun control or defending the Second Amendment, are you? Because it's been over a week, and I told you this would happen. Same playbook over and over again. But now Taylor's off touring. She's off in Australia, I believe it is. And between, and you know, they didn't get together for Valentine's Day because she had to split right after the Super Bowl to go back on tour. Well, it turns out that Travis spent over 13 grand, according to reports, on Valentine's gifts for Taylor. And over the weekend, they hooked up in Australia. This is what the relationship's going to be now because Taylor's going to be touring through through summer and training camp for the NFL season starts in July. So it's really not that far away when you think about it. It'll be here before you know it. And so this is what's going to happen. Can the relationship survive Travis flying off and visiting Taylor between tour stops? Because she's going to be in Australia. She's going to be in the UK. She's going to, uh, I believe she's going to go to Ireland maybe. But that's, you know, let's just call it, she's going to do a European tour. And so that's what the relationship's going to be. Can they survive? It certainly isn't going to be about money, is it? Uh, Travis makes plenty of money. She makes buku bucks. So money isn't going to be a problem. It's just, will the time that it takes to travel all over the place take its toll on Travis and her? Uh, Long-distance relationships, always a challenge. But as somebody once said, and I don't remember who said this, it's not a problem if money can solve it. So we'll see how the relationship rolls out. But 84% said, yes, I want to know what happens with this relationship. All right, Grunge is alive and well. Pearl Jam announced they have a new album coming out on April 19th called Dark Matter. In fact, the single is out right now. You can download it. And uh, I've listened to it several times. I uh, gave it more of a listen than I did the Beyonce country song, Texas Hold'em. I listened to that one probably for 10 or 15 seconds, to be quite honest. I can tell if a song's a hit or not uh, almost immediately. Uh, this song, it took me two or three listens to really grasp it, uh, but it's Pearl Jam. It's signature Pearl Jam music, and I think you'll like it, but uh, the tour will be uh, announced after, well, they did announce the tour. It's 35 tour dates coming up for Pearl Jam after the album releases on April 19th. So grunge is alive and well. Can't wait to hear that album. Uh, the NBA All-Star Weekend left me wondering, why do I bother watching the NBA and paying the price of admission? If you watch the skills competition, you're watching, you know, first-year players, uh, some experienced players take part in the skills competition. Now, everybody in the NBA can shoot a basketball, some better than others. But I'm watching the passing and dribbling. <laughs> These guys didn't even know how to run an obstacle course. And then they couldn't dribble the ball. They couldn't pass. They gave them a hole as wide as, you know, they used to give them a, a small hole to pass the ball through, just big enough for two balls to fit. Now the hole to pass the ball through is the size of a, of a window. It's huge. You can't miss it. And he couldn't pass it through there. 
something. We're paying these athletes. These are the guys we're paying millions of dollars to, and we're spending $500 up to $1,000, $2,000 a seat to watch some of these guys play. And these, this is the future of the NBA. And I'm watching this. I'm like, my God, this is terrible. You know, when LeBron James retires, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, when these guys go away, who's going to carry the torch for the NBA? These guys are not skilled, and they're, and they're playing for an NBA team. Now, were they nervous? Maybe. But I looked at these guys thinking, why in the hell would I want to pay 500 bucks to go see Trey Young play? Why? Now, he's one of the better shooters in the NBA, but he doesn't, his play doesn't result in wins for the Atlanta Hawks. So that's why I'm wondering, when I watch this, why would I pay the freight uh, to watch the NBA and the product that they're selling, especially down the road? Uh, but there you have it. So that's it for today's Radio Espionage Underground Podcast. I know it's short, sweet, and to the point. It's a Monday, kind of a slow news day. My name is Mark Elliott. Uh, the conversation does continue on X between podcasts. Search for Radio Espionage U. Radio Espionage U, the letter U. Uh, you'll see Radio Espionage there. That's my show prep service. So don't you can follow that if you want, but you want Radio Espionage and the letter U. That's what you want to follow. Uh, you can email me at radioespionageunderground at gmail.com. Just put, we need to talk in the subject line. All right, and you can go to markelliotmedia.com to check out my background and read my blog. I have a couple of good articles I just added this week. Um, impact imaging. Imaging with impact. Imaging, for those of you not in the radio business, so there's little sound bites you hear that identify the radio station between the songs, uh, rejoining into music from commercials, all of that good stuff. Uh, also on Busted, where I review a challenged radio station. Give you some thoughts behind WBIG in Washington. It is now 17th in the market. Used to be a top performer. So what led to their fall from grace? Uh, we address that on the Radio Espionage Underground blog. Well, it's just a Radio Espionage blog. It's, it's not even underground. It's kind of sea level. Uh, be good to each other because it doesn't cost anything to be nice to people. And thanks for being here. And come back on Thursday when my guest will not be Elon Musk.